Hello and welcome back to the Bachelor Plan podcast. We are at episode two, week two, and things are starting to heat up. Yes, uh, we're going towards uh, some more drama, some more love triangles. It was such a good episode, I have to say. I think it was a bit better than last week just because now we're like in the thick of it, you know? Yeah. We're starting to see the couple's form. We're starting to see the drama. And uh, I don't want to waste any more time. I want to pick up where we left off. So uh, we're going to talk about how the episode left off and kind of how it started this week. So last week, it left off with Demi arriving and then like chaos just ensued on the whole beach. Yeah, it was Hurricane Demi, actually. A real hurricane, I think, from what we saw. but (laughs) A literal hurricane. Yeah, her energy just Demi. Yeah, chairs were on fire, umbrellas were flipping over. <laughs> it's just an accurate reaction to Demi arriving on this beach. Um, but and, you know uh, she was not there to be a contestant. She was actually there uh, for a little for a little bonfire. Yeah, so I was shocked because I was like certain that she was gonna go on the show and be a part of the cast. And then she revealed to everybody that she was just there to host the bonfire date. And I feel like they were relieved. Like, I'm sure they yeah. were relieved because she's already like, you know, a firecracker. So I'm sure they were happy to know that she wasn't joining them. Yeah. But I don't know. I was I was OK with it. I was like, well, OK, we'll just see her hold something fun. But uh, I, we were all under the impression that she was going to join the season. But. Yeah, she definitely wrong, made but... it sound like it too with what she was saying, with how her personality is. But I guess they do it on purpose, obviously, to get people to watch. But I think it was still really yeah. interesting just because they picked the, the perfect person for the bonfire, especially that it was to get everyone to open up and talk about yeah, exactly. things and just be very honest because I it started off hot. I did not expect it to take a turn like that. But at the same time... No, me neither. We already knew that it was going to be our girl, some Sam, okay, who I was going to call her Samantha, full name basis here, but we already know it had to be her to just be completely honest. She did not care one bit that she called she? Lisa. <laughs> okay, wait, I did not we got to back up a bit. We got to back up a bit because, okay, essentially what this bonfire date was, they did the exact same thing on season one. And it's kind of like where there's a host and then there's the actual host of the show. So someone comes in to host the bonfire with the host of the show and everybody just sits around this fire and sweats because A, there's a fire and B, people are spilling all the juicy gossip of what's been going on. How do people feel about each other, etc. Yeah. So... Charlene, the host this season, she decides to start off with Sam. And then Demi just straight up is like, who do you not like here? Like, who's the fake one? And Sam's like, oh, okay. And obviously, she's just super honest. And she's like, yeah, Lisa, you're a little bit toxic. And I started dying of laughter because Lisa, toxic? What? I, you know what She's it the is. one that gives off the least toxic vibes to me. Yeah, I think it was because of the first episode it was sam's initial impression with her i think that she thought that there was going to be problems with her and i mean obviously we'll get into it later but with the preview of the next week's episode things start heating up but i think it was maybe just her initial reaction to when she saw her thinking maybe 
she has a hidden motive or something that I don't know. I think there was something maybe that she just misread her. Um, yeah. But it's the way that she just wasn't shy to say it at all, which I thought was I absolutely hilarious. And at the same time, I thought maybe maybe she misinterpreted the word toxic because it gets thrown around so easily. But I think she meant it maybe in the way that she was bouncing between Courtney and Connor. That's how mm-hmm. I, I saw it as maybe she couldn't make up her mind. I don't know. I don't know. She said yeah. toxic. I don't Maybe that's what it was because she has never said anything to any of the girls from what we no, saw. No, she's so the, I, nice, I, the nicest, sweetest girl there. It was, so the was so funniest but, thing. Oh my it was God. so funny, but I, I think you're right. I think it's because she was bouncing off Courtney and Connor and she wasn't telling the guys where she was at. So Sam was kind of like in a situation where she had to answer the question. So she just yeah. kind of took the easy route and said, oh, well, it's Lisa. Because, you know, yeah. she's with in a, two guys in a love triangle. So that might have been why she chose Lisa. And then she even said something, Sam. She said that Lisa gives a lot of compliments and she feels like they're backhanded. Yeah. <laughs> and... Honestly, I understand that, but you know what it is? It's because you know how there's that theory that exists that when somebody's like nice, it's like they're too nice. Yeah. Like, oh, don't trust the people that are nice. They're complimenting you so mm-hmm. much. Like, there's always an ulterior motive. Yeah. So I think Sam went into like defense mode. Yeah. And she was like, oh, Lisa's being so nice, complimenting everyone every two seconds. There's got to be an ulterior motive. So I think yeah. that threw her off too, which sucks for the people that are like actually just trying to be genuinely nice, which I think Lisa falls into that category. Yeah. Yeah. But Sam just kind of misread like her niceness and yeah. the way she was flopping between Connor and Courtney. Yeah. Oh. But I think maybe because she was on Big Brother also. Like maybe that plays yes, you, you, into it. Someone's always watching. That's the slogan of exactly, Big Brother Canada. Exactly. <laughs> so I think maybe she went into the show thinking that she has to form allies or do something or whatever. Yeah, she has to form an picking, alliance. Already trying to pick the, the person who's toxic. <laughs> so I thought that was, that was really funny. That was really, really funny. Yeah. And the other thing that really stuck out to me the most in the bonfire was when Joey confessed to hooking up with not only Nathisha, but Maria. Mm-hmm. That, and and it was the fact that it wasn't explained more than that. And nobody dove into that more. I just, I I was like, wh- where, where are the details in this bonfire? Why are we not talking about this? It was so cutthroat, this bonfire. Like yeah. the whole Sam and Lisa thing gets resolved. And then Demi's just like, oh, Joey, who have you hooked up with before <laughs> filming? And, and Joey was just like, oh, uh, well, with two consenting adults in this bonfire. And then Demi's like, who? Name them. <laughs> it was just so cutthroat, like no time wasted. And then, yeah, Joey said he, he had hooked up with Natisha and Maria, which the Maria one, I wasn't as surprised because all the season one watchers know that they kind of talked about it on season one, how they knew each other on the outside. We didn't know that they like got physical or hooked yeah. up or whatever, but they knew each other from home. And uh Nathisha, well, I mean, at this point, <laughs> she has been through the ringer of Nation men. So the fact that Joey said he had a past with her, I was like, of course. I'm like, when he said it was two people, I'm like, one of them is Nathisha, a thousand percent. Oh my god. Yeah. But I think what shocked me, why it shocked me with Maria is because they said a history and it just it only seemed friendly on season one. So that's why I didn't make anything more of it. Exactly. Yeah. They didn't dive into a physical thing. Yeah. Or like a relationship or a hookup. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Maria is the type of person who really seems that she wants a long term relationship and she really is looking for that. I feel like Joey maybe is 
on the beach is at the resort just to have fun you know so I don't know I just yeah. I didn't get that vibe but again interesting interesting I think they could probably still work but... yeah I just want to say I do think they could also work too and I just want to say that Maria even on season one she was the same way she's so uh poise and self-aware mm-hmm. yeah and she's one of those girls where she wasn't rose chasing trying to make out with whatever guy would come and talk to her she was even pulling guys away and saying like i'm not comfortable to kiss you yet like i want the yeah. moment to be right i want to feel something genuine with you and it's so rare to see that on these bachelor nation shows yeah. because usually people are just so gung-ho on like meeting hooking up doing this doing that but maria was just so calm and self-aware and she had her boundaries i don't know she was just like for any young people who are probably watching this show like to me it was like almost a role model of the way a classy woman acts and she was just so classy and uh she even owned it she was like you know me and joey have this past we somehow always come together again at different points in our lives i don't know it was just such like a it, it, it felt novelly it felt like a novel yeah. story like a young adult teen romance thing where it's like right person wrong time so I have hope for Joey and Maria I know they've had their whatever history in the past but she's just so like classy and sophisticated and he's so wild and like ready to have fun and like this is a good balance like it gives me novel you know like it gives yeah. me like that very novel couple and I don't know I just wanted to say I just want to put that out there that yeah I just love them too I love them individually but imagine together like they could balance each other so well oh my god it would be so I know I think Maria is like just a breath of fresh air on the show yeah and she is so put together and I don't know I just I love watching her on the show because she doesn't care she's an unproblematic queen you know why because she is honest and she will reject men if she has to you know she she mm-hmm. did it all the time and she wasn't comfortable and i mean like right after that through the episode too i mean we we had the rose ceremony and we we had the cocktail party and we can see she even turns down courtney she's not comfortable with it and like that's a that's a huge thing i thought that was a really big thing because technically she could have went home you know if it was any other girl in that position yeah. she she would have she would have done it she would have jumped on it right away because you want to stay there they want to stay yeah exactly exactly yeah, so she she should be condemned on her her character. I really was impressed with her character. And um, besides the couples that are kind of like flippy floppy, <laughs> we do have some couples that I think are pretty much established and I think they're going to run through the season. From uh, the episode that happened this week, we saw Austin and Chelsea just being so solid. Yeah. Like they, every time the camera was on them, they are spending time together. They're cuddled up under a blanket. They're with the same group of friends. Like, they always are spending time together. So I don't think there's anyone that can get between them, at least just yet. I mean, I know it's still early on in the season, but they seem really solid. I, I don't think so. They both have tunnel vision for each other. And it's it's obvious. So yeah, I think it'd be hard when to you know, break you them know. Up. Yeah, exactly. I think they're just in a situation where it's like, well, we like each other, regardless of people being here. Even though experience is very much an experience that kind of forces you to talk to everyone and make sure you've explored everyone they're just kind of like we like each other and that's it yeah so it's nice to see and there's also uh matia and megan which uh they're just chilling they're they seem pretty solid they seem into each other 
I don't even think we had them speak one-on-one to the camera in the episode, maybe once <laughs> or twice, because I feel like they were just so into each other the whole time. Um, yeah, they seem to be spending a lot of time just together. And same thing like Austin and Chelsea, they're just vibing with each other. They're not really looking out for a new arrival or to talk to somebody else. They're just together all the time and they're making it work. I mean, for now, I think we were right about that. We did guess these two couples, right? Especially with our prediction on Instagram, which you can go see. Cheap plug, but you know, it is what it is. She's right. Um, She's right. We <laughs> did guess Austin and Chelsea and Mattia and Megan on our couple's prediction on Instagram. We did. We did. But I, I we do. Did. I am still wondering for Mattia and Megan. I feel like Austin and Chelsea are a little bit more solid just because of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of Megan's doubts in the beginning. So I, I feel like that might still stick yeah. with her for a little while so yeah yeah Mattia definitely has to prove himself to Megan still she's sticking around with him but I agree Austin and Chelsea are a bit more solid than than them too yeah another couple that we want to talk about is Garrett and Natisha uh they really solidified themselves like at the beginning of the episode and she comes back from this date and they've spent time apart and we'll talk about the date she went on and she comes back to Garrett and she's like oh I missed you and I was thinking about you the whole time and they seem to make up and then things just blow out of the water like everybody kind of was under the impression that Garrett and Natisha were gonna be solid but then after this episode honestly it's we don't a know. big question mark yeah it's a big question mark it's, it's a big very, question. very awkward. And and also from last episode, I feel like Joey and Chaz was also a question mark because I feel like we had mentioned not much talking going on or we didn't really see their personalities as much. So that's a little bit of a question mark. And another love triangle that two other love triangles that we discussed that obviously we're going to get into next for the rose ceremony. But Cole, Sam and Celine, again, the beginning of the episode, we don't really know what's going on who's he gonna pick what's happening obviously we have rihanna too um but yeah that that was just a big that wasn't even a love triangle at that point it was a square um yeah so that, it was a love square <laughs> that was a love square very confusing and of course lisa, you know lisa connor and courtney that that was also a big question mark we're not really sure where she's headed with them no. i mean i know it's new for her as well with having men chasing her and, and wanting her she's learning how to navigate it as well um but then once charlene shows up letting them know that they have their first rose ceremony they have the cocktail party which things get real at the cocktail party things get very real like we're all watching the solid couples become more solid we're watching some couples crumble apart we're watching love triangles we're watching love squares then charlene walks in and she's like rose ceremony tonight and everything just blows up because now people are switching couples people are starting to talk to other people because three women have to leave so the women have to be on their a-game and they're trying to rose chase they're trying to find a connection so that they could stay on this beach and hopefully leave with a man right so we get to this rose ceremony and courtney's very turned off by lisa kind of flip-flopping between him and connor so he tries to talk to maria and like we had mentioned before, Maria rejects him. Well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say harshly. It was she was very sweet about it, but it I was just it was harsh. Right. And it was right what she did, though. Like maybe it's yeah. It was just harsh him. in the sense. Yeah, it was harsh in the sense that it was like hard for him to swallow. I think, 
and she kind of just like dodged him like physically dodged him too like she kind of moved him away and was like whoa no yeah but it was very intense i mean obviously it was a very bold move to do that but then again you gotta shoot your shot he tried but he i tried think yeah after not? a five ten minute conversation you can't also just do that i i she's not the she's not the girl to do that she's not the girl courtney with a q she's not the chica she's not the girl to do that with maria has standards she yeah. she's a classy lady okay she's a classy lady um yeah she then... don't kiss you after a five minute convo come on <laughs> no she no, will not courtney <laughs> yeah no we also had Cole basically narrowing down all of the women that he was speaking with um, in his square yep. in his in his square <laughs> no no squares in my circle that's is that the thing i don't know i don't know what i just <laughs> I, so. I don't know what i just said um yeah so he basically turns down celine first which i feel like i was very shocked that she was the first one to get the boot from him but it ends up working out in her favor because she goes and she goes and try to talk to everybody else but I, I think it was it was him, right? That it was the way that he said it, that he, she should go talk to other people. I think that that was... Yeah. Really when a guy tells you that, you got to listen to it, man. Like, there's no way we're going to keep talking or keep fighting for a man that tells us to go talk to other people. So Celine, when she heard that, she was like, yes, Cole, I will. And bye. she wasted no time. She's like, bye, Cole. And uh, yeah, basically, Cole kind of like friend zones it with Celine. It's very mutual. I think Celine at that point kind of knew she wasn't really at the top of his square. And um, same thing for Rihanna, uh, because she kind of too talks to Cole and he's kind of giving her like cold energy. And it's not the same as it was with Sam. And ultimately, he does pick Sam at the rose ceremony. And that's why his square now becomes eliminated right it's erased because he turned down Celine and Rihanna um Celine doesn't waste time though like we said she she takes his advice she talks to other people she starts talking to Joey and they're basically like the same person they have yeah. the same sense of humor um if we compare it to how Joey was with Shaz Shaz is a very uh calm and collected person she's very well spoken yeah. uh, she's a good time she's just a little bit more reserved and poise whereas Celine is like constantly laughing with Joey and they have enough banter to last them like for a whole conversation and they they got very comfortable very quickly because they were so similar their energies matched whereas Chaz and Joey like yeah it was cute because they're opposites but it just didn't work out because what Joey ends up noticing with Celine is that he's more comfortable with her and he ends up giving her his rose so Celine and Joey are now kind of talking and we're going to see where that takes us. Uh, I think Celine and Joey have a lot of potential. I don't know if that's just me, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, I They're both from Alberta, so geographically it makes it a lot easier for them to, you know, like build a relationship and be together. They uh-huh. don't bother me. They, they seem really cute together, uh, always laughing. It's not in the way that they're always laughing where it's like, okay, but there's no romantic spark. Mm-hmm. you know like it's not just like oh be laugh and it's nothing more than that like it was very you could tell, like they're it's, very exactly it's yeah. a very flirtatious sense of humor between them they're both attracted to each other so that's why i like it i like them together yeah. because of yeah. that exactly so basically shaz linda and rihanna get the boot this week but one last thing that i did want to mm-hmm. mention about the rose ceremony is that connor also had a chat with maria 
And it was very mm -hmm. interesting because once again, Lisa kind of bouncing back and forth between them and Courtney ultimately gives his roles to Lisa and she accepts, yeah. which I found very weird because I really felt that Lisa and Connor hit it off better. So when mm -hmm, she accepted it from him, she was giving both of the men the same type of response, which I just found was a little bit weird. Maybe she doesn't mm -hmm. know how to navigate again, but I think that she needs to be straight up with both of them and not tell them the same thing because then it comes off as as a bit weird. I'm not going to say toxic because Sam already said it. it's not toxic, but <laughs> she's learning. She's, she's learning how to how she's to learning, you know, like <laughs> I learning. like she always says, let her have her like fun, just... you know, like whatever. It's just paradise. But but I did find that she owed it to them at least to just be honest rather than tell Connor everything he wanted to hear and then Courtney all everything that he wanted to hear. Um, mm -hmm. but I do think that Connor giving Maria the rose was a little bit more for them to just both stay in paradise for an extra week. Cause mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't really see that going further than a friendship. If I'm being honest. No, me neither. Because when they had kissed, her. Connor was very into it. And, and then you see Maria saying like, oh, well we kissed, but there's no spark. So yeah. There's a bit of a mismatch there. So, uh, yeah, they I mean, they have each other's roses, but who's to say that they're not going to talk to other people? Who's to say that Connor won't go back to Maria? And who's to say that Courtney won't win Maria over? You know, like, it's just, we don't know. Everyone was kind of saying that everyone who stayed with the roses, they're, like, not even together. Like, mm -hmm. I think it was Joey who was explaining that on the next morning when everybody had settled down from the rose ceremony and everybody yeah. was up and you know having a new week together joey kind of said it himself too he's like he's like yeah we have you know the couples that gave roses to each other but it's very up in the air everybody's very open it's like an indirect understanding where it's a situation where we have each other's roses but we're not committed just yet yeah you know like it, it's weird it's weird because yeah. the think vibe like, changed oh, well, the vibe really changed i find from the night before to the next day yeah i find everyone for that whole week leading up to the real ceremony it was very much to try to stay together and not talk to anybody and you should stay with me but then the morning after the real ceremony everyone was just let's talk to everybody like it was a, a very different vibe the next day but that's yeah that was good i think because you should still be allowed to talk to other people because you never know the connection you're going to have, like Celine and Joey. I really didn't expect that, but it was actually no. so cute to to watch. I thought it was like a new relationship blossoming, you know? So, mm -hmm. very good. And then, of course, speaking of uh, new relationships blossoming, we have new arrivals this episode. We have uh, two new men who uh, walk on the beach. It's uh, Godfrey and Edward. Mm -hmm. So uh, Godfrey is actually also a part of Big Brother Canada, like Sam was. Um, Godfrey's cool. I mean, we didn't really get to see much of the new arrivals, but he was cool. He he made a lot of jokes in his ITMs, and he seems like a fun time. Looking forward to seeing more of Godfrey and what he has to offer. And uh, the one that comes with Godfrey is Edward, who's uh, from L.A., I believe, he was somewhere from, in the United States. Yeah, and he was from Michelle's season, right? Michelle. 
Yeah. 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 He was from Michelle Young's season. He was, I remember on the season, he was a night one boot on Michelle's season. And he also looked very different. He had like yes. longer hair. I, really, and, I didn't recognize him. No, I didn't recognize him at all until he said like, oh yeah, I was from Michelle's season. I was like, oh my God, that's Edward. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways, he comes in and because Garrett is on the beach and he was also on Michelle's season, they kind of know each other. And then Garrett starts saying that Edward is like allegedly a playboy and he gets a lot of girls and he's saying like oh I know Edward gets a lot of girls so clearly they've like hung out in places where he's seen Edward shoot his shot with women right so I don't know I mean I I didn't get that vibe with Edward at all but then hearing Garrett say that I was like oh (laughs) yeah because I was thinking how could he have gotten that from night one but then again I was thinking maybe they spoke after the show obviously but then again, how if you're a night one boot, how did you have the time to talk to everybody, exchange Instagram, exchange phone numbers? How, how, like, you know what I mean? I just thought it's so weird. And I don't know, but the, so... the Bachelor bubble is so close-knit. Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't really shock me, you know? I guess. But, I don't know. Garrett seemed very convincing that everyone should stay away from him. Which is so funny because I find he really was not that problematic on this episode. I feel like he I know. Really did not do anything. I bad. know. I was like, um, it, relax. He really didn't do much. I mean, Godfrey and Edward came on the beach with a double date card. They spoke with everybody. And ultimately, Godfrey chose Lisa and Edward chose Nathisha. She seemed very excited that he was there also um mm-hmm. and also a little too excited a little too excited and didn't mm-hmm. make it seem like she was very serious with anybody which i think, I think I, that if edward were to speak to garrett about his situation with natisha the it would be very different i'm not too sure either um the thing is first of all the date was an ASMR double date. Um, so basically, if you guys don't know what ASMR is, don't ask me what it stands for because I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> but uh, basically, it's when you talk into a microphone very, very close to the microphone and you make a bunch of like satisfying sounds, like maybe you'll rub a feather on it or you'll talk like very, very close to it and whisper into it. And it's made to be like discreetly sensual. But it's just really weird. Like, I was watching the date and they were talking in the microphones to each other. And it was just awkward. Like, at one point, yeah. uh, Edward is is Spanish. So he was, like, trying to seduce Natisha and, like, speaking Spanish in the microphone all centrally and whispering. And then he's, like, saying, like, corazón and all these things. And Natisha's, like, loving it. And she's, like, oh, it's getting hot in here. And I was just, like, why am I watching this? Like, this is, I feel like I'm intruding. Yeah, <laughs> I was, like, should I not be here? Or th- did someone give me a camera to look into this? I don't know where I am right now. I don't know what I'm watching. Um, But I just thought it was, it was it- very... It was very weird that they put them in in a room with a wall separating them. I was like, "Am I watching Love Is Blind? Like, what what's going on? Like, what?" It was what so awkward, it, it and, was and the so microphone weird. was in the shape of an ear. And then at one point, Edward's like licking the ear. Oh my god! No no no, like, no, no, oh no, 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 no. The second, the second that he opened his mouth, and it was Natisha licking it too. The second that I saw that. I almost turned off the TV. I was going to turn it off. <laughs> it was too much, man. Um, I'm like, I'm intruding. Like, I, 
that was so personal. That was way too much. Imagine they were speaking into a microphone and it was way too sensual and uh, out. Nope. Nope. Yeah, yeah, no. Especially no. between Edward and Letitia, because I think Godfrey and Lisa, they kind of left the date as more of a friendship type of thing. Yeah. But between Edward and Letitia, it was hot and heavy. And then oh, when they spoke yeah. about this ASMR date after, um, Edward was like, Oh, that was so cool. Like there was sexual tension. Like, I really like you, you really interest me. And Letitia's like, Yeah, you interest me too. And we have all the same things in common. And she said that he fits her list of like what she wants in a guy. And then they just start like making out very passionately. And I'll use that forget, adjective. He he spoke Spanish to her again, and whispered yeah, in her yeah. ear he kept in it Spanish. Going. I I'm sorry for me. It was so cringe. Maybe it really because, was cringe. I think because I was watching it. Obviously, you know, in the moment. Okay, sure, whatever. But <laughs> oh my god, to be a fly on that wall, which what is what we felt like. It was get, bad. Get it me out. <laughs> That's how I so felt. bad. Oh it was so God. bad. And then like, so whatever. They're like feeling each other. It's sensual. And they agree on everything. They have all the same interests. So you think like Natisha's going to jump ship 100%. Then she comes back from the date. She goes back to the resort. And that's what we were saying before was that this whole Garrett Natisha thing is confusing now because she goes up to Garrett and says, you know, I didn't feel a spark with Edward. Like we had a good time and I'm attracted to him, but I was thinking about you the whole time and I'm so attracted to you and I'm only here for you and we have the most solid connection together. And then it's so funny because as she's saying this, they're like cutting back of flashbacks to her and Edward just like making out and whispering to each other. And then Garrett's like, okay, cool. You know, like, okay, cool. Like, she was thinking about me and and good because I was thinking about her. Like, we missed each other. But then Garrett goes to the bar with Edward and Edward's like, yeah, we kissed. And he's telling them, like, all of what happened during their date. So then now Garrett, and rightfully so, he's like, what the hell, Natisha? Natisha, you should have told me the deets. Like, yeah, you left out some hot and heavy stuff, you know? And she, her point of view was just that, like, she doesn't think that she owes him a grand explanation it's not like she was lying she, but she was just like conveniently leaving stuff out yeah you know? it was like a white and, lie uh, and it was the way that she said well you didn't ask me so i didn't tell you but if you are telling this man that you were thinking about him and you were this and that that's a very big de- detail to miss out on and not see what happened on this date because clearly it was a very sensual sexual yeah. date. so th- that is a very important Thing that needs to be mentioned to the person that you're claiming that you want to stay with but that's just me i don't know but they did her so dirty with those clips while she was talking to him i just can't oh yeah, yeah. they, they so did Natisha so dirty it was so funny but it's so funny to watch exactly i don't know if her and garrett are gonna be able to uh recover from this i'm not sure man no i don't think so i i think that he's a he was really hurt by that um you think yeah i think i think that it bothered him and i don't know if if she'll be able to regain his trust again yeah i mean but besides him and Natisha, it kind of reminds me of the same thing of with with courtney and lisa because they also yeah. are talking about it too and i i just think that he gets very jealous also and it's it's hard for him to to see that because he seems like the type of person who gets attached super easily like 
I feel like maybe she's being a little bit too nice about it because oh, she yeah, she's, know, she's being way too nice yeah, about she it. She doesn't know how to go about the situation. So she's just trying to be nice to him and sugarcoat things, but she just needs to tell him as it is because other than that, if she keeps going at this rate, every single guy who walks on that beach and is interested in her, she's going to have six or seven men just following her. Yeah, because so, it's not that she's not into Courtney. It's just that she's not at his level. And I don't think Courtney understands that Lisa wants to explore every single option, mm -hmm. which she's allowed to, she's entitled to, she's on paradise. But Courtney's just very like attached and he gets jealous very quickly. And I don't think he understands the point of paradise for people. Like not everyone's going to see it the way you do. Not everybody's going to want to lock down after a few days, you know, like it's only episode two and he's freaking out. Like, yeah. Considering you know, Lisa so, was on season one too, she she wants basically a do. Yeah, she wants to do things differently. Like yeah. let her do things differently, but they don't owe each other anything at this point except honesty. So exactly, that's what I want to see more of is just people being honest from the get go. Exactly. exactly. So that is basically everything that happened this episode. All of the tea unpacked. That's all the juice basically of uh, episode two, week two on the resort. Yeah. And um, before we end off, I just wanted to ask you what your favorite moment of the episode was. Ooh, my favorite moment of the episode. Um, I'm not going to lie. Okay, as soon as you said that, I thought of something. And you guys might think I'm weird for saying this. But during the rose ceremony, um, Austin was the first one to get called to like give his rose to somebody. And of course, by nobody's surprise, he chose Chelsea. And so she walks up to him. And she's, you know, she's a model, right? So she's like strutting her stuff walking to him she has like this gorgeous green dress on and austin kind of was like watching her every step and he went mm. like when she stopped walking and got next to him he did this like mm. like like he was watching her he's like mm, you look so good you know and then he's like will you accept this rose but it was just the way he reacted because he did not miss a step that she made. Like he was watching her strut from the group of girls to where he was to get his roles. Even though it's a five second walk, he was just watching. He, he looked like he wanted to just devour her. Like it was yeah. so hot. Like I was watching. I'm like, oh, okay. Like Austin, I heard that. I heard that Austin. And I yeah. thought it was so, I thought it was so hot. Yeah, you could tell there was tunnel vision. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's TMI. Yeah, but it's just it was more because of the connection they have, and yeah. it was such a genuine reaction to like him being astounded by her beauty. Yeah, so I love that. I was like, oh, yeah, it's so cute. I think they're the cutest ones so far. They're the cutest yeah. couple right now on the resort. yeah because they they both know what they want. They have a good head on their shoulders, both of them. Like you could tell that they want a relationship and they want a relationship with each other. So. It's going so well. They're so fun to watch. I love it. <laughs> yeah, they're really cute. I have to say, yeah. I think mine was Joey and Maria just rekindling because I thought it was cute. It was a little flirty, but it was very friendly. I feel like maybe towards the end it got a little bit weird and awkward because I feel like I, I didn't know. It was almost like as if they had an inside joke or, or things that just the audience didn't understand. But I think that's why it made it so cute and Mm -hmm. I just want to see how they would be together because I think they definitely would balance each other out like we said but I don't know I just thought it was really cute because we didn't get to see that much of their friendship in season one either because she was crying a lot and there was a lot going on 
Maria, we love you, but that's the truth. She was crying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but we get it. Understandably, there yeah, was yeah. there were a lot of tears that were shed for for the wrong men, but it's okay. But <laughs> that's why I just thought it was so nice to see them just rekindling on the little hammock. And it was it was a it was a very cute moment. It was cute. I loved it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like the Joey and Maria rekindling. Like you said, it, half of the stuff they were saying, the audience didn't understand it or couldn't understand it because it was just between them. And I I am a sucker for like the romance novel type of love story. And like we said before, I get that vibe with them. It's like right person, wrong time. Goofy guy goes for a poised girl. Like, I don't know. I just, it makes sense in my book. For them to be together. I think I just like the right person, wrong time thing. So yeah. I feel like maybe that could be their love story. Who knows? Who knows? But then again, there's so many unpredictable things that go on on this beach. It, it could change in a second. Like somebody has a conversation with someone and there's an instant click and there's an attraction. Your connection's in jeopardy. You know, like things are things move so fast that it's hard to keep up sometimes like you get so excited about a couple rekindling and then boom someone new walks in or boom they talk to somebody that they didn't really talk to before and they realize that there's a vibe between them so we'll see are they gonna go for the long run or are they not i know it's it's very soon it's very soon to tell but yeah it is i can't wait to see i'm really excited to see what happens me too Um, me too like episode three Come faster, please. Like, I don't want to wait another week. I can't. I can't wait another week. It's, it's, oh, I wish I could just binge it. I know. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that is our episode for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. We really hope you loved it. We loved making it. Um, we love the reactions that you guys give us. And stay tuned for next week. You already know that the episodes seem to be getting better and better so hopefully that's the same with our podcast our episodes keep getting better and better and uh, if you guys want to support our show if you want to follow us uh, you can look us up at the batch up plan on uh, tiktok and instagram yeah and don't forget to follow us on spotify as well so that you don't miss any new episodes coming up and if you can please rate us Give us some five stars on Spotify. It would be greatly appreciated. We would love that. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.